What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 927 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by Ben Funky Ashton, JD Raider, Shane Sparks, Mr. Big Ten, and we got a we got quite a show lined up because we promised <laughs> we will deliver on the Vision Quest breakdown. But first, we got a lot of wrestling to get into. We got shoot talk. Look at this shoot shirt from from oh, Ben. Baby. Where can you get a shoot shirt? Where, where can someone get a shoot shirt? Oh my gosh! I made all, all thing at all. Sometimes I leave my phone upstairs, but usually it's not an issue. Today it is an issue because I made notes as I was going through the movie. Go get about it. stuff I wanted to bring up. I might have to leave and go get it. Okay, well, before we go, I'll I'll give you like thirty okay. seconds. To run. I don't know. You probably have a big house. It could be four minutes away for all we know. Ben. Stop. But but <laughs> we'll give you time to get your phone because I want you to have your notes. I have. Let me see. How many words do I have on? You this? made notes also. Oh yeah, I've got. I'm doing a word count here. Hold on. We we shouldn't talk about it because I'm I'm about to just go off on it. Yeah, I got I got <laughs> 654 words. No, <laughs> we can't start with it. We got to start with with Cody Chittum to Iowa State. Oh my God, this is insane. What in the world? So, what in the world? Ask you one question before you start, Christian. I got, I can't stop you. Is this possible that he just did a Sion and just went to Ames and he thought it was Iowa City and he just said, I'm staying? Is that possible? <laughs> it's it, possible. It's possible. Yeah, he did the anti Sion because Sion just stayed. He just went to <laughs> Iowa State. He thought he was going to Iowa. He's like, close enough. I'm just going to go ahead and stay here. So, greatest Cody, story perhaps, of all time. But Cody's spent uh, the better part of a year there. So, so we'll start with that. I don't think this is a reverse Sioning, though, okay. can't be ruled out. So, the most interesting thing, there's a couple of really interesting things about it. Um, one is that Cody had never signed with Iowa. Mm-hmm. This was, this is not something I would have that's expected. Weird. That's very weird. There are multiple Why not? periods. I don't, that's the question. Why did he not sign? Was Iowa cooler on him than maybe we realized? Was he not, would he not sign? Was the deal not what they wanted? Because that doesn't make sense that you would have a, a recruit. He's been at Iowa. I mean, the, the kid seemed like it was all in. I mean, he moved to Iowa City, been training with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, and he hasn't signed because otherwise it would be a different sort of process for him to go to Iowa State. But since he was totally unsigned, he could just sign the the Iowa State NLI, and boom, he's a Cyclone just like that. That's yeah, the what first about, thing that um, doesn't make sense. Could it all be uh, potentially NIL money or something? So, like, because if it's NIL money, then there is no national letter of intent because you can't sign a national letter of intent for that. Is that a possibility? That is a possibility, but that's not the reality with Cody. Um, okay. He wants a, you know, the, the plan was a scholarship, right? Well, that, and ma- maybe yeah, some NIL so on top of that. But for sure, there was a scholarship component there that wasn't addressed by Cody or by the Iowa staff that let him. Interesting be able to just up pack up his stuff and leave. And it's not some, you know, I, I, I don't know. There, there's sort of a, a weird dynamic with, with the Iowa fans. I try to avoid the Hawkeye report for the most part, but I dipped my toe in. I said, what did these Uh-oh, guys say? what did they say? They don't, they turn fast. And the funny, what do you mean? The most ironic, well, they turn, I mean, Cody was going to be the guy, and now that he's gone, it's like, oh, now Cody Chittum's high maintenance. It's like, really? Cody Chittum's high what? maintenance, like, that's not. Did they bring up thing. facts, or are ben, they just making accusations? Are there facts? I'm trying to talk. 
but you just listen. So like, <laughs> okay, they're, they're saying they're saying this guy's high maintenance, right? Okay, well, one, first of all, in in my few interactions with Cody, he's he's nothing but the most respectful, polite kid. He fits in great with the Iowa. The team loved him. Um, so one, that just doesn't seem to be reality. Two, high maintenance at best. At best, the Ferraris could be described as high maintenance, right? And they're actively <laughs> recruiting. Anthony Ferrari is committed there. They want Angelo Ferrari. At best case scenario, the Ferraris are just high maintenance. At worst, they've been convicted of crimes and are standing trial for other crimes. So that is a far more high-maintenance situation. Um, I don't think this can be characterized as anything other than an L for Iowa. This is bad. Cody Chittum is good at wrestling. He was going to be their starting 57-pounder by all intents. That was why, hey, you moved to Iowa City. You trained with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club for a year. You'll be ready to go. Kobe Seabrett goes down to 149. Seamless transition, and you, and you got a, a hand-fighting machine on your team for four years, maybe five. And now he's gone. That's bad. I, I just can't. You, I don't think you can spend this anything as a negative. And then he goes to your number one rival, Iowa State, who absolutely could use him at 157. Now he slots in perfectly between Pinero and David Carr. Um, I think Iowa on paper is still probably the favorite in that dual meet, but it just got a lot more interesting and a lot closer with, with Cody going from Iowa to Iowa State. So uh, I don't know uh, how how this got ultimately messed up but well i know how it messed up i read the article did you read cody goodwin's article oh yeah, oh, yeah. i mean yeah we do know the ferrari, he literally he said, said the sentence i will not be in iowa city with the ferraris yeah but you also never provided me factual proof that uh cody chinnam's high maintenance or the hawkeye fans did not um yeah message boards i read the wisconsin message boards sometimes they're pretty wild sometimes it's like the most homerism of all homerism that you've ever seen like a, guy, a wrestler will lose in the NCAAs, and they'll be like, well, that's awesome. Their backside path is better. More bonus, possibly. And you're like, wait. That's just true. I don't think we're supposed to be this happy about that's losses, right. but whatever. Um, so the hog, you know, the, the, the in-state message board homers. should be treated as entertainment, not sources of information or... Correct. Yeah. That's totally true. So Chittum, uh, by all intents and purposes, seems like he's the real deal. He was in the finals at a senior level. Bill Farrell this year. Um, you know, Placed the in a rankings tournament. Obviously have been, they've been multiple places now, right? They've been at Blair, um, and that one didn't work out. They were at Oklahoma State, and that one didn't work out. And so to, to stake all this recruiting. Now, obviously, the argument you can make is it's three Ferraris versus one Chittum. I see that argument for sure. But at the same time, there's no guarantee. There was already a guarantee of the Chittums, right? Or Chittum. There's no guarantee of the Ferraris. And even if they do get there to Iowa City, there's no guarantee they're going to stay around for all that long. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one guaranteed Chittum versus potentially zero Ferraris, potentially three. And that can be spun as a positive for sure because they're good at wrestling. But it, there's also, there's another side to that coin, which has been revealed and yeah. as the pre, at the previous stops has been as mentioned. So... Yeah, Cody Cody came out and said it. It's, it's it's the Ferrari dynamic. And you know, I think Tom is has the ability to assess, you know, risk and take a chance and weigh the pros and cons and maybe he just says, "Hey, listen. I, I don't think it's a secret or a surprise to the the staff of of where Cody 
lands on the Ferrari dynamic. And Tom says, hey, yeah, I'll roll the dice that he might leave. But if we can get all the Ferraris, then maybe that will. He's running that calculus in his head and says it would be worth it. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, a. <laughs> it's a tough sell for me. It's a really tough sell because, like I said, they uh, they tried going to Blair, and that didn't last very long. in Oklahoma State, same thing. Um, so even if they do end up in Iowa City, the notion that they're going to spend, uh, you know, from from right now to when Angelo is done is what six six years. Um, I find that one yeah. hard to believe. Yeah. How many high schools was uh, AJ at three? Allen Bergen Blair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Bergen? Yeah. yeah. That's where he ended, I think. Did he end at Bergen? I think he, no, he moved back to no. Allen. He moved back okay. to Allen. all right. It was like Allen, I, Blair, Bergen, Allen. Oh, I don't remember him being at Bergen. That's interesting. Yeah, I, re well, I remember that. It was, like a, it was like a semester at most. Yeah. And, and then they, the other they, question they I posed to you guys... Last time we were talking about this topic was if AJ hasn't been doing classes, he's going to be way far behind on the eligibility requirements. And, you know, no one really knew if he was in classes enrolled anywhere. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about that. The uh, educational habits of one AJ Ferrari. Uh, but Iowa did pick up Victor Voinovich at 149. So Seabrick's going to stay there. Um, Shane, did you welcome Victor Voinovich to the Big Ten, the nation's <laughs> It's your favorite thing. I so did do that, and I was, then, I was bummed out because Chittam's gone. So I, I got to come up with something where I, you know, wish the guys that leave the Big Ten the best in their future endeavors. Yeah, I don't you think know? you. I don't think you do that. I think I think you're you get salty when they leave the Big Ten because it's like <laughs> oh man, bit, I'm, I got to be honest, I'm disappointed. I am. I mean, I wish. I mean, I it's no surprise. I mean, I I love the Big Ten, and uh, yeah, Chittam leaving the Big Ten that's a bummer, but. What a big move for Iowa State. I mean, and you bring up a really good point, Christian, to start this whole thing off. And that's why I was so confused. I'm like, he says he's leaving. Like, okay. And then the next day, he's a cyclone. Like, I was like, how did that work? But then I, yeah. yeah you know, Iowa City and Ames aren't time. far apart. <laughs> What's that? Ames and Iowa City aren't far apart. No, but right from the standpoint the of, you know, if, if he had signed there, it's, I'm sure it's a different process, right? I mean, yes. To yeah, literally absolutely. say you're leaving and then you, sign a couple days later. I don't ever I don't ever remember a scenario like that before. Hey, they could definitely win this duel. I just clicked on the red the white uh whiteboard where they could absolutely win. They're the strong favorites at 97, 65, 57 in my opinion, but I know you guys might push back on that one. 49 and uh, 25 and 33, they're coin flips, I would say. Yeah, the question is heavyweight. They're probably getting pinned there right as of right now. Who's who's Iowa State Ooh. throw out there? Probably I don't even know the right guy now. you have on the list. Also, don't forget before we get into the duel, there are uh, more Chittums and Boom Ranch kids that are pretty good, such as like Cooper Hilton that are be coming down the line. That oh sure, uh, sure. That's so true. you think you know it's just Cody Chittum, but you could be ruining a, a potential relationship that could provide benefits, such as you know a lot multiple Ferraris. You could be getting multiple Boom Ranch. It's that might yeah. have just thrown away. Do you want a ranch or do you want a Ferrari? These are the tough questions. <laughs> These are the decisions of, of millionaires. I like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, this will be an interesting thing to talk about in five years, right? It's, yeah. like, it's like a draft. It's like, yeah, you find out how a draft is yeah, I mean, five years down the road. Yeah. 
It'll yeah, be interesting know, in the, November. The story I heard about why they butted heads at Blair too, and I don't, you know, it's like you don't want to put too much stock in rumors, but if if Cody Chittum went and said that to Tom Brands, and there's some verification of the truth there, and given the fact that the Ferraris were forced out of Blair, I gotta think like there's a chance it's true. Like, man, that's a tough tough pill for Tom Brands to swallow. For sure, and you know the team seemed reportedly. Loved Cody, gonna miss him. Not happy that he's gone, but we're you know helping him pack up to leave. So it was good relationships with the with the team. But he's gone, and and yeah, we'll we'll revisit it in five years. But I think in December we'll know a lot because we'll we'll have probably some clarity on AJ's situation and where he winds yeah. up. I would assume at that point in time, Angelo will have made his decision, and then. You, think. you know, we'll see how, how Cody's doing at, at Iowa State. So we may get a, a quick return on which bet paid off for, for Iowa. Um, Are there any other uh, heavyweights in the portal? Josh Heinzelman is in the portal. Yeah. Um, Juan Mora is in, in the portal. Juan so, Mora, yeah. he's all right. He's all right. All right. Boone McDermott in the portal. Boone McDermott in the portal. They, he uh, was considering going to Iowa State at one point in my uh, is what I heard. A former Iowa That'd resident. That'd be a good fit for Iowa State if they could get him. Yeah, I mean he's the best, quote unquote, the best available. Him or Heinzelman, yeah, yeah, I would say. Okay, P- pretty close. Shane will side with the former Big Ten wrestler, obviously. Contra- <laughs> contractually, yeah, well, I mean, Boone McDermott, I think he's been a junior college national champ. Yeah, and he's an Iowa. I think he's an Iowa, right? Waller is he from Dubuque? Wallert? was he? I think he was actually. Oh, he's from Oklahoma originally. Ooh, I think he's, I'm pretty sure I he's from I'm Oklahoma going off and of went memory. to Juco. Dubuque Wallard High School. I could be wrong. Boone McDermott sounds super Oklahoma to, to me. Yeah. Well, so here's what I I do oh, remember from Dubuque, him wrestling. Iowa. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember him wrestling on the Iowa Junior Duels team, but I didn't know Iowa and Oklahoma State both seem to have these guys who, who commit to college and then move there and they do a year there. So then. Right, the 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 kid is wrestling for that dual team or that Fargo team. I don't think Iowa Central is quite on that plan. They might be though. <laughs> that is true. Okay. <laughs> um. Also, in, in bad news for both teams potentially, this this gambling thing with Iowa and Iowa State. What's where... this? I don't know about this. You don't know about this? Never heard about it. So there's gambling investigations for like. Basically, the entire athletic departments for Iowa and Iowa State. For both they're reporting, schools? They're reporting 26 athletes from Iowa and 15 yeah. from Iowa State. Yes. And why, why is this tied together? Is there a reason these are tied together? The State. Iowa um, whatever Game. criminal. Yeah. Division of Criminal Investigation. There you go. DCI is Ooh. involved. They're, so that's why both Iowa and Iowa State are getting looped in because it's the same investigation, but they found student athletes from both Iowa and Iowa State. Um, it's assumed we're just online gambling. As of right now, there's no suspicion that they use inside info or anything yeah. or bet on their own teams, but that could be true. It has um, the investigation has not. Been completed the yet? The fact that but... NCAA athletes can't gamble is is perplexingly stupid. I mean, I can understand they shouldn't be able to gamble on their own events, or maybe even their own sports, or maybe even their own school. Right? What you could like make parameters that would be obvious, but 
that they can't gamble at all. It's like, dude, they're 18. Like, why can't they gamble? This is ridiculous. And but and that, don't you think that's just opening up? Like, why no. would you even want to go down that route? Who like, cares? They're adults. What's wrong with gambling? Yeah, so but I, I gamble. I, Should I tell you you can't gamble? No, but why? I just think I think you're when you're a reporter, you might. I have think when you're an NCAA, I, I think when you're an NCA athlete, I I don't I, why? I just why is it different to being a different? I just think adult? it's too dangerous. I, I think it's why? just too how is it dangerous. Because I, I think it just it leads to a, a higher probability of you, you gambling in your own sport. No, you just you make rules against that. And yeah, but like, I, I, I just I think I think no. they're I, I don't think I don't think anybody's missing anything not having college. Well, then why don't we just ban gambling altogether since no one's missing anything? I just I I'm just saying for college kids I'd be I'm I'm okay with them not. But being other able college to. kids can gamble. Other kids, yeah, but they're not athletes. I mean, and what's the difference? What's the difference between an athlete at Iowa gambling on some uh, football they, a football game between LSU and Alabama and a regular student? Like the NCAA athletes can't play. They always they always make the announcement every March. You can't play the March Madness pools. Like every other college kid in America is doing it. Why can't we? It's freaking dumb. So it's so dumb. So I'm gonna start raging. NCA. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't die. I, would, I mean, this isn't an argument. I'm gonna die in the sword for. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna burn one of my. I'm right on this one, but. I can just see why that could could lend itself to why you haven't given me any good evidence. I mean, well, hold on, Ben. It's just the it has literally happened. There have been gambling scandals and point shaving scandals happening right now with with college athletes. That's happened. Alabama and LSU. I said your own events or your own schools or your own sports. I could see all those parameters, but just a broad blanket, you can't gamble on anything. It's ridiculous. I don't even think they should have the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Some bad stuff out there. Can you? Can you? There really is. Is it just sports Let's betting? Cut it off. Yeah. Or is it gambling? Is it all gambling? Or is it just sports betting? You gotta be able to bet the I don't, ponies. I don't think it can be well, all gambling. Betting the ponies is sports betting. I think someone could show up to Vegas and just. I want. I want a hundred bucks on two fills this last Saturday. There you go. What does that mean? I was a half a second. I I, I was a half a second from winning about a grand. But Shane, I can't. This is gonna lead down a bad road for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From producer Tyler, college athletes can bet on horse racing where it's legal and gamble casinos if they are of legal age. But NCAA rules against legal aging are stricter than most professional leagues. So they can gamble on the horse race and gamble at casinos? Yeah. If they are in a place where it's legal. Stupid. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was originally put into effect at a time when gambling laws were more strict across everything and kind of to what Shane is saying – it, it, the idea behind it was it's a slippery slope. If you let them bet, do you let them bet on, you know, uh, a different sports team within their school? And instead, so they just said no sports betting. I think it is silly, like you, Ben, but I can see why it was put in place originally. Okay, especially so many years ago when gambling Man. laws were much stricter. The broader as a whole. point here, I being think Iowa I, and Iowa State wrestlers are are implicated. Are you sure? Yes. It's in the AP. It says names? No. No names, but the wrestling teams, were they list the sports of, of that have athletes involved, and wrestling is on both Iowa and Iowa State. Yeah. I did that um, I did uh, that casino. There was an appearance at a casino that paid pretty well that I did in. Uh, it was actually Big Ten weekend because I was watching the Big Ten at this casino while the UFC and everything else was going on. Degenerate. And they did not allow – they don't allow gambling on wrestling. And I, I asked the guy running the casino, like, well, why are the sports book? Why not? And he said, 
it would be too easy. And I wish we could gamble on wrestling because I think I would have an advantage over the house. Um, <laughs> I wish. I would love it. It'd be so great. <laughs> Uh, but their take was that it would be easier to pay off a singular athlete to get an outcome that you want in wrestling than in basketball or football or a sport, a team sport. Interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know when it'll come out, who, if it'll ever come out, if there'll be any repercussions. If, if Iowa is it in by Iowa, I mean like the state is investigating it. You have to figure that they did it for a reason, right? It's not some random thing. Like they sought yes. out to bust the in, the institutions, the um, kids. Maybe they were just bored. So the bored. DCI they had nothing was, to do. The DCI no was cracking down on underage gambling from like eighteen to twenty-one year olds because you have to be, I think, twenty-one to sports bet in Iowa. I might be wrong, also on that, but don't. I think, yeah, um, you def. <laughs> I think all not even sports betting, all gambling, you have to be twenty-one in Iowa. So they were cracking down on that, and they discovered several student athletes. Yeah, through their investigation, so it wasn't a we're seeking out athletic departments gambling. It was it was started as an underage investigation. I think this is the perfect lead in division quest. If you guys don't mind, can Let's I have go. a lead in here? <laughs> lead it in. Let's go. I'm ready. So we're talking about these old fuddy duddies banning gambling and and acting how the world was so wholesome back in the day. But these '80s movies, bro. I mean, in the first scene, he gets his junk grabbed. He's talking to the English teacher about hooking up with this young chick. They're in the bar together. It's like, this is, are there any rules back then? Were there any rules, or could you just do whatever you want? He almost rapes the chick. He like takes her down onto the bed. Like that's almost yeah. rape. What are we doing here, bro? It was so rapey. I had no so memory rapey. of that. It's like, first of all, he what? nearly, he basically. Angrily shoves her down on the bed. Okay. And gets on top of her. Then he talks about, first of all, and also, can we talk about the room service Tai Chi guy and that's his intentions? Saying, that's the first scene he says. <laughs> How is he? Okay. But hey, just, Christian, the guy, and then he starts doing push ups in the hallway like, <laughs> I didn't just get my junk wrapped by a guy in a hotel room. I'm just going to keep repping. Like, Loudon is just a simple guy. I mean, the guy goes in there, he's delivering room service. You, The guy, you open the door, the man's doing Tai Chi. That is your first son. You have got to drop the food and leave. He ends up I'm in there and he's showing me uh, this uh, the exercise. 800 million Chinese can't be wrong. And next thing you know, <laughs> they're almost yeah. dirty dancing. And he's got to get out of there, but not before he rips out 20 push-ups waiting for the elevator. Yeah, do some push-ups. Yeah. And then... But it's like... But no, he didn't think to tell any of his superiors, like, hey, the guy in 819. Because <laughs> then in the, seat, in the seat right after, he's like, yeah, this guy almost grabbed my junk. Well, actually, if I'm honest, he really did grab it. He really what? did grab it. And I love the short order cook guy. Just like He just randomly is like, all right, it's time to arm wrestle. We just do this. Yeah. Just do- <laughs> oh, that's like- the man. That's one of the best characters, uh, Elmo. Elmo. Great okay. character. I never knew his name, but I like when he's uh, he's getting the lemon pies ready. He just straight up, this is a health department violation. He licks the whipped cream off his fingers and hands the pie over. And then he but talks why- about how he could have lost what? his you know, virginity. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is not a very family-friendly episode because this movie is is just, um, it's it's. Kind the of best. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's the best. <laughs> this is not the, the best. best. <laughs> then he talks about, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. It's so bad about how he could have lost his virginity. I'll just leave it at that. It's terrible. Yes. Oh, that scene. That, was, that scene was. That what? was harrowing. What? 
Why it's, did anyone think this was okay to put in a movie? Like, in why the was that? Why was that? Why was it able to come out of their mouths? Yeah, five five of his friends and someone else. That is this is Shane's favorite movie. Can what? you believe it? This is this is. I can't even think of oh, the word. I almost puked in that scene, Christian. That was that was bad. That I was almost bad. puked in my mouth. So, like, hey, why are we acting like? Oh, this is a good old era when no one could do anything wrong and no one could do any gambling and blah blah blah. It's like, well, I watched Vision Quest and I know what happened during the eighties and it wasn't good. Yeah. Oh, it's. And how about this 1985. dad? 1985. Oh, how about this father? Stop saying with that look. He might have been one of the guys in the scene that, you, <laughs> that we're grossed out by with that look on his face. Okay. Oh, so I'm going to try. I don't know why. I don't want to keep it on the rails, really. But um, <laughs> one of the weird things. So there's this vagrant woman who has nothing and... Loudon just sells the dad on, hey, why don't we help her out? And the dad doesn't even think for a second. He's like, hey, maybe he's trying to, you know, plow this young lady. It doesn't, it doesn't even occur to her. Uh, that's obviously to, what he's trying to do. Occur to the old, old man. He's like, ah, I guess we'll help her. Okay. Give her. Give her a hand. But, Christian, can I point something else out? Point it. This, this young woman was going from New Jersey to San Francisco. And she's and in Spokane, whole... Washington. Why is she in Spokane, Washington? <laughs> I mean, I know this is this is pre-map quest. I never even thought then, of that's that. Bad. That's funny. That's right. There, there's so many holes in this story. Why is she in Spokane? And also, yes. you don't have to say where she's. You didn't have to say she's from New Jersey. You could have said she's from anywhere and just put it on the path through Spokane. And it would have been fine. But you had to choose two points, and there's no reason for her to end up in Spokane, Washington. But there she oh was. Oh, my God. There really isn't. Yeah, that was Mav- weird. They didn't have MapQuest in 1985, though. So Yeah, but they did have maps. The map. It's they did so have maps. far out of the way. Spokane is like 10 hours north of San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. It's it's quite a detour. Quite a detour. Okay. So, Loud and Swain, if you haven't seen Vision Quest, you're going to hate this. Uh, and you oh. probably won't watch it. You haven't seen it. Vision Quest. You're not a wrestling fan. If if you haven't seen Vision Quest, you're not uh, a wrestling fan. You're also <laughs> not a fan of sexual abuse. If you haven't seen Vision Quest, <laughs> yeah. What? You call yourself so a fan bad. of sexual abuse and haven't watched Vision Quest? Okay, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh it's my not God. good. This this is not the best. This is not the best movie. I'm sorry. And it was apparently based on a novel, and it's it's about it's thirty percent rapey, thirty percent lateral drops. Uh, 10% holes in the plot. That's that's basically it. I don't even know if that added There's up to no 100. penetration steps in anywhere in the no, movie. No, there's Zero. only one. Uh, it's it, it's when, he, after he makes weight, he like hits one in his like, there's randomly oh, a yeah, spotlight yeah, yeah, yeah. in the wrestling room. There's yes. no lights on, but there's a spotlight where he jumps rope in and he does a little, uh, he does a little uh, penetration step. Uh, um, oh my God. Cody Pemmler says, bunch of yuppies. It was a different time. Was it? This I is, mean, I don't. This is Shane Sparks' favorite era of all time. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, boys I, mean, I, can't boys. Condone, I can't condone everything in the movie by any stretch, but it was just, it was just such a good. I don't know that. I think a lot of this stuff is just how old you were. Like I was nine years or, yeah, nine years old when I saw it. I'll you watched this at it. nine. I, so I think I told you what? guys this last week. That night, I, I remember this. It was a Saturday night. I got one brother, my mom, my dad, my brother and I are watching two movies that night. Now, this is funny because you can't, these these are extremes. We started with Ole Yeller, 
We watch Old Yeller, the wholesome movie with the dog. And then we go to Vision Quest. But I got to be on. I mean, I just, yeah, I watched it at nine years old. And it didn't, I, I think, um, I mean, the reality at nine was I didn't even understand half of it. But I, the wrestling part of this movie stuck with me forever. It really did. I mean, it really did. Call me, Man. I mean, call me crazy. But it just, I mean, I just, that movie... I love it. It's my favorite movie. I mean, if you guys are looking to get into some of my no. accounts, it's you not guys your are favorite movie. Some of my Shane, accounts, Shane, Vision we're live. You did not just most. say it's your favorite movie. It can't be. It's, it's up there. It, he just I really like the password it. on his accounts. Yeah, I love the Chase movie. Vision Quest. Is getting hacked today. For God's <laughs> sakes, what are you doing, Shane? I hope this is I AI generated, movie. Shane. I love it. All right, can it, I tell you another one of my favorite parts? Yeah. How about when the coach brings him in? And he says, if you're in the disadvantaged position, did you guys catch that? Yes. He Meaning said, if you're in the disadvantaged position, and they, they don't even do a breakdown. They just say, like, just you're on your belly. They didn't break you down. They just put you in your belly. Yeah. And they do a double chicken wing. And then the counter is to, like, roll Whoa. through, I guess. And then I have the funniest pinup. story about this. I have the funniest story about this, Ben. This is Chris Caleb's favorite move. No. He, <laughs> Caleb has not watched Vision Quest, nor will he for some time. So I had a kid, so we were uh, we were at this tournament, and a guy tries to double arm bar my guy, and it was like way too easy. I was like, Nick, why are you letting him? And then well, just like my internal thinking. And then as soon as the guy starts to run it, the counter that's shown in Vision Quest is like this sit-up thing. And then you put the guy yeah. on his back. And I was like, Nick, wh where did you learn that? He's like, I watched Vision Quest. I learned no. it. He learned it watching Vision Quest, and he hit it in a tournament on a guy. I swear. <laughs> this is That was the Buffalo Gap Technique Wave. Watch Vision Quest. Oh, my God. I wow. felt I felt like I, I let the kid down, but it worked. Yeah, Scott Ruska, who told you that? Vision Quest told him to sit <laughs> up when that happened. Vision yeah, Quest so that that's, that. a, that's a funny thing. How yeah. about the coach is just like, man, is not safe. You cannot cut down to 168. It's not good, man. It's not blah, 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 other thing. So Loudon just goes out there. He does one little crab walk thing, climbs the pegboard, and they're like, fine. Coach is like, all right, you proved me wrong. Great you can, scene. You can cut Great down scene. to 168. What do the two have to do with each other? <laughs> it make He's any like, sense, Shane. You're going to die cutting weight at all. You're gonna, do you great. It's the movies, guys. It's the movies. And in that, in that, I love what he does. The uh, I love what he's doing. The pegboard and Otto. Otto is one of the more underrated characters in this movie. When he's like, "You got this, Loudon," and he's like buddies with Otto. One of the great scenes with Otto was in the cafeteria, where they, you know, they're like eating lunch. Yeah. And somebody comes on in the cafeteria like, "Our man, Loudon Swain, wants to cut down to Russell shoot." And then Otto said something to him like, uh, "You know, if I knew Coach wouldn't kick me off the team." I kick your ass and say, shoot the satisfaction or something like that. It's a great. And then he goes, you punk. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's that movie is so good. Oh my gosh. So you good. know, one of the things that, and I have some, I've had some wrestlers at the Academy no. and he says, what? he says, no, you messed up the quote. And I actually wrote this quote down. He <laughs> says he, he said he beat up loud. And if coach wouldn't fire him, Fire him. <laughs> See, work for them. Like, what? Who's, if you kick someone off the team, who says you're fired? <laughs> Is that what he says to Christian? He goes, You punk. Is that how he ends? I it? don't know if he says that, but he verbatim says that the coach would fire him. Fire him. <laughs> he would be terminated. Um, 
Oh man. I don't know if you guys ever heard wrestlers like this or had them on your team, but like how Loudon feels the need to tell everyone that he's cutting a lot of weight and he can't do anything. Like Loudon, keep it to yourself. Like not everyone <laughs> needs to hear your whole story about how you have this vision question, you're cutting weight, but he seems to need to tell every single person about it that he comes across. Yeah, he wants <laughs> it's annoying. to know. So the dad lets a vagrant move in with his uh, preposterously horny 18-year-old son. Uh, well, I don't know about that. That's all about how all 18-year-old boys are, Christian. That's that's probably true. That's also true. But yeah. he talks of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he talked about nocturnal emissions. And there's a, he, like, casually just, but he's like, you know, the I best part. don't remember He that. said the best part of cutting weight is the nocturnal emissions. He said that. That is a quote in this movie. In Shane Sparks' favorite movie, he said, I, and J.D. I, was sitting right next to me. I must have went to grab something during that because I didn't hear that. It's when he's in the truck driving to the granddad's with Carla. He says, you know, the best part of cutting weight is the nocturnal emissions. Oh, I went and got something during that part. You got something. Listening. Yeah. Well, that, that was said. Wow. <laughs> wow, indeed. There's so many wows. Um, I mean, do we need to re-rate this movie? Do we re- need to rate this movie like NC-17 or something? It's bad. Because it kind of feels like it. It's what, I mean, it's rated R, right? Yeah. I'm assuming. No, it's got to be. There's no way it's yeah. not. Yeah. I, Cooch, so Cooch invites him over for a beer, the, the, motor, the motorcycle <laughs> guy who's about 25 years old in high school. And well, how old is Shoot though? Shoot is also 20. Uh, well, I don't know how Shoot was 25 when this movie came out, and Matthew Modine was 26 when this movie came out. So, okay. super oh my high school age. But then the Loudon says, "Well, my dad doesn't let him drink, but they do let a 20 year old vagrant stay with him." So I thought that sort of how that aligns doesn't make a you lot. Know of what the funny part, the guys, too. is the high school kids were at the bar. They're at the yeah, bar, that's... just chilling. <laughs> This is what Sh- this is Shane's favorite teacher. era. Uh, what a scene that is too when he walks past and he sees Tanran and Carla together. Oh man, that was rough for him. He was very relieved they, to find out they were. He was not happy. He he said, he said, "I'm thanking you for not sticking it to her." He said that yeah. to his English teacher. What? <laughs> Thanks for not sticking it to her. Oh man, I like oh, when they're geez. dancing at the bar. So bad. I like when they're dancing. Loudon's dancing with Carla at the bar, and they're just basically like this. And Carla goes, "Not a half bad dancer." Like he's literally just like <laughs> this. They're not. I don't even know if it's classified. She didn't say dancing. great, guys. I gotta, I gotta throw this in there real quick because you guys are a little younger. When this movie first came out, when it was on like beta tape or whatever, mm-hmm. the words didn't go with the mouth. You know what I mean? What? I mean oh. Yes. <laughs> True story. Yeah. When when this thing first came out. At least for me, when I rented it, the words didn't go like like at the end of it when she's like, "Hey, Loudon, kick his ass." Like the the words, the, the mouth does not go with the words. Oh my wow. God! Wait, Walker Valley Wrestling. Thank you. How about when he gets caught sniffing underwear? <laughs> it's it's what it's depraved is the word. This movie is totally point, depraved. At that point, don't you think the beggar would be like? Oh man, this guy's kind of creepy. I am freaking out of here. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I got no home because I'm a vagrant, but I am sure leaving here. This is the thing. <laughs> this is underwear. the thing about vagrants. I'm going to Cooch's house. <laughs> the, the vagrants are, are they just have low standards. That's just yeah, I, what it is. This is par for the course know. for any any other vagrant. She was so, a good artist, though. Good artist. I oh yeah, she starts through his night. She has these aspirations drawn still. 
favorite movie ever. It's it's I, I let me say this. It's not I don't I wouldn't say maybe it's well. It might be. I love it. I love this movie. I love it. Man, I love Ro- it. Roadhouse is such a better, just better movie than this movie. Yeah. Um, oh no way. Max no, Askren. I love Roadhouse too. Max Askren in absolute shan- shambles after all these firemen's carries. It was a firemen's and lateral drops. You would think That's they're the it. only moves in wrestling. Um, how about the, I don't even want to say it, but the news, the newspaper article that the that they ran. In the school paper about female anatomy. Do you remember this, Ben? Oh, yeah. His, yeah, his friend. Yeah, his friend Depraved. wrote the article, right? That one I thought girl these were wholesome like times. Him. These were not wholesome times, my friend. Not wholesome. They were great times. This is the, this stuff, it was just such a good time. Mid-80s were <laughs> such a great time. Yeah, it's really, all right. Jesus, guys, so I'm going to tell you this, guys. The mid-80s and the mid-90s, way better than it is now. This, Maybe this the stuff, 90s. Maybe the I 90s. Mean, Early nineties. I mean, I eighty five to ninety five. The the best ten year window, eighty four to ninety four. No me. Man. Stop. You are yes. crazy. Eighty four so to ninety four was it will. Uh-huh, I know Shane, right now at forty seven years old. Take it back, Shane. Spurs. I will never get another ten year window like eighty four to ninety four. It's not happening. I can't, I can't believe you think your teenage years were the best. <laughs> the time when you were a teenager, oh, hey, they weren't for me. This is this has been the best time. Okay. Um, oh all right, we hit on the wow. nocturnal emissions, obviously. Guys, I gotta okay. throw this story in here quick before I forget. So shoot, so shoot's letter jacket. I love that letter jacket from what where'd he go? Hoover High. Was it Hoover? Hoover. Yeah. It was okay. Hoover yellow. So I Facebook, I, I stay in touch with Frank from time to time. Years back, I wanted to know if he still had that letter jacket. And he told me somebody stole it at the gym. Oh, wow. wait, he actually wore it to the gym. Uh, he must have. He must he told me. If I remember right, he told me he got stolen at a gym. I, I remember, but he I probably, would love to know. I would love to know, like, where is Loudon's rubber suit these days? Where I mean, I'd like to know where. How about he just wears his his plastics everywhere on the <laughs> outside of the movie? Literally, <laughs> he's very much. He wants you to ask about it. He's very into yeah. the idea that I'm doing this. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. this. You mean this this shiny silver suit? Well, let me tell you all about it. <laughs> um, Seriously. So he lost a match because he bled twice. Which was interesting. Yeah. Like what? It was like only 30 seconds. 30 seconds. He barely bled. It's just a little blood. Well, the funny part about that, guys, too, is I was telling Chris before we went on air. The funny part about that is you got a packed house. The bands are there. The cheerleaders, packed house. Loudon is, is at 168 or at that time 178, whatever he was at. Mm-hmm. A couple bloody noses. And the duel meets over. Not it's only over. was his match over, the whole duel was done. Like, done. oh, sorry, guys. We're done. Duel meet was over. Yeah, that's that, a wrap. that was the one part. Yeah, that part I was like, that was that was one part. Looking back on it, you know, as I knew more about wrestling, I'm like, okay, that was that, that was didn't really make weird. any sense. Hey Shane, you're getting a lot of requests in the chat to talk about the soundtrack. Man, that sound that soundtrack is so good. Like, only the young starts the movie. Only the young starting the movie out sets the table. I mean, that's you know that that's 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 a top five song for me all time. Only the young and I right. no no listen no listen to this guy. So I've seen Journey in concert only I've the seen young three or four times. They never played it. Probably the first three times I've seen, seen them in Freaking concert. Low lives. <laughs> Last year, week before, uh, week before NCA's in Detroit, I went and saw Journey and Toto. 
Don't oh, Toto wow. was so good. Journey was awesome too, but Toto <laughs> was so good. But anyways, they played only the young, and it was oh, I can I can still feel it going through my body. But John, <laughs> I live in Oshkosh. John Waite was in Oshkosh last week. I didn't go and see him. Who's I, John Waite? John Waite's change. I can't sing, but there's a that's a, a song in Vision Quest. Um, God, there's just so many that 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 soundtrack is it's fantastic. I mean, non wrestling people will tell you. I mean, it's I mean that's something that uh, I mean you talk about the great movie soundtracks of all time. Vision Quest is usually in that mix. No, no one says no, that. No, it's not. <laughs> that that was just made up. Are just you now. kidding? Google it right now. This is that's insane. Cool. Great. <laughs> Soundtrack. I'm telling you, it is. Oh, it's not even going to be Google mentioned. Google that soundtrack. Top 10 greatest soundtracks. I'm Googling it. Yeah, no, Vision no one Quest, can, not in there. No, no one considers oh. it good. That is, that no. is not true. That is. <laughs> That's not true. All right, I mean, 50 best guy, soundtracks. Hot-blooded hot by Foreigner. Lunatic Fringe. Only the Young. Uh, crazy for you, Madonna. Uh, I'll fall in love again, Sammy Hager. It says, uh, I don't remember this one exactly, but she's on the Zoom, Don Henley. I mean, wow. yeah, Lunatic Fringe, Red Rider, Change John Waite. Like, that's a pretty darn good, I mean, that, there's five songs on that list right there that are big time. Like, Have you seen Lion hits. King? Way better music. Have I'm I... looking on the top 50, Shane, and I don't see it oh, here. Sh- this That's is a- if, if yeah if you don't have if you don't have Vision Quest in your top ten all time soundtracks you don't know music period <laughs> you can't that, be Shane's friend okay there it is oh, oh wait Shane Shane hold on hold on hold on here it is Vision Quest the number three soundtrack of all time I got it I told you no, I wouldn't say you're wrong on up. this I just made that up. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Yeah, the soundtrack is, is great. Only the young. I mean, I remember, you know, back when I was in high school. And again, I think Wait, that's can you remind school. us what years you went to high school so we can Not, play uh, this? I was a freshman in the ninety ninety one school year. Okay. So ninety one, so, ninety two, ninety three. Graduated ninety four. And in those days, you had a Walkman for wrestling with a CD. It was the, you know, I had the 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 you know the hype tape or the whatever it was. And my the the first song I had on there was. Uh, ACDC Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. The second song I had had on there was Only the Young by Journey. Like that was part of the I mean, that's why I just love it. It takes me back to being in high school, some of the stuff. When when we'd um our wrestling team would get together once a year as a team, we'd watch Vision Quest. And I went to a Lutheran high school, by the way. <laughs> which so yeah. I mean they even right now kind of like, but it was great. It was some you know what it, so here's the, the the thing with this movie. And I remember this because our, our wrestling coach, you know, I went to a, a Lutheran high school and and uh, so our, our wrestling coach has shown us the movie. And I remember him saying, like, you know, basically, like, everything in here is not Christian. You just got to, you know, just kind of go with the, you know, take it for what it's worth. But, um, you know, because there are some scenes in there that, yeah, I get it. They're not not great. But uh, um, oh, yeah. And then we get ready to do a dual meet. We'd have a dual meet. And the night before the dual meet, we would do the vision quest thing where we're beating the mats and all running around. It was just great. It was awesome. It was just great memories. Great memories. Okay, you know, so my I, wife did comment early, very early, Christian. This is why wrestling has such a bad name. Or had. <laughs> she said had. And I think this is why wrestling has such a bad name. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's wrong. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not, no, not the cutting elements. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I, w- I would say it's, it is what it is, though, right? All right? Here's a question, though. 
Was Shoot worried? He showed up at the duel meet. Was loud and in his head a little bit. Why is Shoot at this duel meet? Watching him bleed out. Do you think Shoot was worried, Ben? Uh, yeah, I mean, they had to be a little bit. Or maybe it was like a small town. It was boring and there was nothing else to do. And The place was, was packed. Celebrity. But so loud only routes for two years. Although he did get one thing right, I think. Uh, there's the part where he's like, uh, the vagrant moves into his house. Um, <laughs> and he says something like... Uh, you know, balance is the most important. It, it's more important than strength and speed or something like that. I wrote that, that down. Like, I wrote that down. You actually got that right, Loud. Like, <laughs> nice work. Yeah. Um, yeah, my notes here. I had that in there. Um, okay, so other questions. We talked about that. We talked about if, if he was he was scared. The granddad, fun fact, the granddad who he visits is the, uh, the scary old Home man alone. from Home Alone. Yeah, I picked that one up. Yep. Great. That's a, that? Now, that's a top five movie. Home, Home Alone, Alone is great. That's great. Do you know how much better Home Alone is than Vision Quest? And it's for children. It's so much I better. I saw Home Alone as a freshman in high school right before Christmas in the theater. It was great. Yeah, great that was a great movie. Home Alone 2. A movie. One of the greater sequels, too. I could not believe how this kid yelled at his mother, though. I was like, oh, my gosh. I would just oh, be, Home Alone. be absolutely murdered. Okay. Um, so Loudon gets laid and then immediately he's like, oh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that seemed, but that seemed like kind of like real sort of relatable. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah, real. Like, wait, yeah, like I got real. better things to do now. <laughs> I'm moving on. Yeah. Like, why would That's I do like... that? I don't even get to eat. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> So high school out of bounds eventually saves Loudon Swain's life because he gets bombed headlock out yes. of bounds. Okay, so the, well, let's get into the scoring inconsistencies of this of the final <laughs> showdown. So they're uh, locked up ear to ear. They lock up ear to ear, and boom, head and arm, headlock, cowboy, whatever you call it, shoot bombs him out of bounds. Okay, and they say no takedown yep. out of bounds. They go back to center, and Loudon's down. They put him down, but no points. Oh, they did. Yes, they put him down, and then Shoot hits a chop, which Loudon was helpless against his chop on that right side. The entire match. The entire match. He's boom. Yeah. He's getting he slammed an on his left shoulder. Well, he does elbow hook the one time. Does he need a pop-up? Does he like do a roll and elbow hook? Yeah, they do a switch-re-switch drill for a period of time during this match. But okay. we're not there yet. He gets chopped down, and then they give a takedown after he gets chopped on a, on a mat return, which is probably why this is Shane's favorite movie, because he got two <laughs> points for a, for a mat return. <laughs> so, so that didn't make sense. Um, but they give him a takedown for that. It's like, why? They give a kind of quick near fall for shoot, which makes you wonder is the, if the fix is in. But then sure you enough, You would have thought the challenge brick would have came in at that point, for sure. You needed the brick. You needed the brick for yeah. sure. <laughs> But then Loudon hits his patented lateral drop and uh, ends up winning. Uh, gets, gets the pinfall right at the end. And that's how the movie basically ends. You know what the best scene in this movie is, though? This is, we, this is the oh, this scene I'm here. I'm scared is, to know. I'm not embarrassed to admit this scene will freaking choke me up usually. Like, this scene has made me tai tear Chi. up numerous times. When him and Elmo, when he goes to Elmo's house. Yeah. And they have that, that exchange where Elmo's getting his... He, He's getting dressed up, and, and it, you know, it's the classic, and he's like, well, I don't know what the big deal is. It's just six minutes. And Elmo's like, talks about Pele, mm -hmm. and I'm not a big stalker guy. I know Ben's not either, but when he goes, you know, he goes to see another 
what you know see another human being or whatever if my species do something it was pretty gd glorious i thought and then he and then i liked how because that relationship they had throughout the movie and then when uh when elmo goes that's why i went out and got a haircut and took the night off of work for the festivities tonight like i thought that was so cool like i thought that part of the movie that is a great you know it's not the six it ain't the six minutes that's what you do in the six minutes i i just love it i love Elmo's a real one elmo's a real one for sure good guy good arm elmo died in 04 oh really I love yeah, that Shane knows like every character, their name, their the real name. The coach died when the they coach, died. I mean, I'm, guys, I feel bad because so Ben, props to Ben for wearing the shoot shirt. My original plan, but I couldn't find it, was I was going to wear a collared shirt with the singlet. In uh, in oh my gosh, <laughs> that would have been so great. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. We should have. What what couldn't you find? Which aspect you couldn't find a singlet? A singlet. Yeah, I don't have a singlet laying around. <laughs> I think I got one. I could have sent you a Buffalo Gap singlet. I think I got one. Ben should have went Mohawk. Ben should have went Mohawk for Cooch. Cooch was kind of a beast. JD could have been shoot, and uh, Christian could have been Otto. But you know, the other thing I didn't really like about this is I felt like if he's got this vision quest, it should be to beat shoot at state, not just in some random duel meet during the season. Like they should have (laughs) really led up to the state tournament. Yeah, maybe they could have him wrestle and shoot beats him the first time, you know, and then he he's gonna get him back at state or something. That would have been a much better. Uh, he probably retired storyline after that duel. Yeah, I I remember I could be making this quote up, but I'm pretty sure Larry Owings said he didn't have the goal of winning NCAs. His goal was to beat Dan Gable, and that's like all he thought about. All he thought about. So maybe there is something to it, like having that. Specific... Did they steal this? Because Larry Owens was from Washington and Spokane's in Washington. That's maybe right. they stole the plot. It's honestly, Thompson High Warriors. <laughs> honestly, you might be right. Maybe La- Loudon bit. Larry Steele says Loudon went back up in weight. For st- he said I'm weight, but he meant in weight. You don't know that, Larry. It's just an assumption. How would Larry know that? He doesn't know. The scene in the bathroom too was shoot. That's great too. You know, you're gonna hold. make the weight. Or, or go, what do you say? He goes, can't you hold can't your hold your butt. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And, and him on the him hold, you know, holding the or uh, carrying the log. I mean, that is freaking money. That yeah. scene is fantastic. I, I love that part where when when Loudon goes, "Hey, shoot!" and then Cooch <laughs> goes, "Cooch goes, careful." Do Loudon. I know you? No, no. Cooch goes, "Careful, Loudon." Like, like he could, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they thought the shoot was about to do. And that's where shoot goes. Do I know you? Loud, loud and sway, Thompson High. <laughs> Gonna make the wait. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so too. Oh, it's so good. That's good. So funny. That's a good one. All right. Any other oh. vision quest? You know, JD's not saying much because he didn't do the homework. F. F JD, student. I watched the last thirty down. minutes with you. He did lot, watch lots. He he heard the nocturnal emissions talk. Uh, JD, what year were you born? Ninety-seven. Man, so you uh, you missed were the greatest era wow. in world history. Yeah, I know. You just missed it, JD. So close. You just missed it. Babe came out. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> the talking pig. I've been searching also all morning, literally while the show is going on. Somewhere, David Bray swore into the Rankers Guild on a VHS copy of Vision Quest. <laughs> I believe it was on an episode of Who's Number One the Show, but I cannot find it. Oh I my desperately God. I need that screenshot. Been watching. Every time I look over, it's like, uh, Who's Number One the Show? And 
Everyone has different hair. JD's hair's buzzed. <laughs> David's got a giant beard. It's very COVID. -y. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when that was. I can happily say I will probably never ever watch Vision Quest again. Yeah, are you it. serious? Ben? Oh Hell, no, no, uh, right. no! This I was movie wrong. is it's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The wrestling is terrible. It's it's emphasizing the worst aspects of wrestling, which is the weight cutting. And then it's all about this weird. There's like seven episodes of weird sexual abuse. Like I'm out. <laughs> you yeah. have to be it's there, gross. Ben. I will watch that movie, God willing, at least another ten times. Oh. I would say. It, I just. How many times do you think you've seen it, Shane? Probably, if I probably say about fifty. If I had to guess, <sighs> probably fifty times. Oh my I'd gosh, say, that's so yeah. many hours. You memorized like. Almost three days watching, watching Vision Quest. And you weren't getting it just, Bird Box? Yeah, it's a weird, it just takes me back. There's just certain things about it that make me go back to being in high school. Because I I cut a ton of weight as a senior in high school. And, I, and that movie really, I just related to it. I wouldn't do it again. I definitely wouldn't do it again. But, you know, like, just the simple scene like the alarm clock going off at like 6 in the morning or whatever. Like, I remember those. I, I remember the struggle. And that's I just remember it. That that movie was in in certain ways pretty inspiring to me when I was in high school. Like I was I wanted to win a state title. I was cutting some weight. Uh you know, just a couple things like that. Going to you know, going to school and and uh yeah, I loved it. I loved by, it. By Shane's estimation, he has watched Vision Quest for three days of his life. Seventy two and a half <laughs> hours. Based on runtime. I I yeah. just Man, just, uh, I mean, I had one brother, him and I watched that movie, got him and I probably seen it together 10 times, him and I, so we just, my brother and I are always shooting off Vision Quest lines, always. Boy. <laughs> well, I, I can't believe you guys, so you you got, you, Ben, you don't think you'll ever watch it again? Christian Gene, no. what, what are you thinking? It's not no a way. good movie, not a good movie. I can't believe we Gosh, spent 30 minutes talking about happening. it. I just don't, I literally don't think it's good. It's just not a good. The plot is not. It's an iconic. That. Like let me. It let is me not say iconic. This, guys. Let me say this. If not you take iconic. if you take sports over the last forty years, like sports movies, a lot of sports have a lot of movies, Right? There's a lot of basketball movies. A lot of like that's, and I, I know there's not a lot of wrestling movies out there, but I mean that's that's wrestling's move. I mean nothing's been close to it, right? I guess I would say that. Has there ever been another wrestling movie that's even? Close. I think there's win win was good. I think that that one I, I I liked. I just don't. I've only seen it a couple times, but um, it's like that's what we had. You know, it wasn't like there was a wrestling movie coming out every couple years. Yeah, I'm not selling you guys, am I? No, no it's fire. Mark Vader, put Mark Vader in charge of making a better movie than Vision Quest. It can't be all that hard. Yeah, I think he can handle it. I don't. I don't know. I I know uh, Anthony Robles has a movie coming out, so we'll see. Oh, there we go. You know that could be mm. really good. I think With it'll be really good. Oh boy, let's get Shane going on about J Lo. You know J Lo's gonna be in that movie, Shane. What do you think about Young Jennifer? I, let you Jenny from little, the block. I'll let you down a little secret. I'll let oh. you down a little secret. Shane Sparks is in the movie. Talks talks are are underway, and it looks like I'm gonna be in there, but it's not official yet. Hey, wow. So, let's go. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be uh, many scenes with J Lo and myself. So, <laughs> yeah, you uh, think you'll probably be the love interest? Are you gonna be the father <laughs> you know, figure for for Anthony? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, that is pretty cool though because Affleck and uh, 
and Damon, that first movie they that, that first movie they did was Air, which I went and saw in the theater a couple weeks ago, which is phenomenal. It is so good on the Michael Jordan shoe deal. And then now this is the uh, the second one. So I mean it's I mean, I think it's gonna be really good. Is there any movie that takes place mid eighties to mid nineties that you wouldn't think is so good? <laughs> Man, uh... I'll give you guys, I'll give you a few. I'll give you I'll give just off the top of my head, I'll give you another one. Just one of the guys. That one is is very funny. This these are all mid eighties. Trying to give you some kind of some. I don't I don't know if I'd say obscure, but just you know that that movie was phenomenal. I mean, risky business with Tom Cruise is good. And you mm-hmm. got there's so many classics. Did I mean, you ask for which movies weren't good. Yeah, there's not many bad movies. I, I can't. I'm trying to think of movies. <laughs> they I saw actually, in the didn't 80s. make bad movies in the eighties. That was I'm one trying of the to think big of things. A movie that I saw in the mid eighties that I didn't like. <laughs> Okay. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you one. Oh my god! I, Shane, I was never are, thinking Shane, Indiana such Jones. A legend. You would just say wa- the wildest <laughs> things of all time, like every single show. Indiana Jones, I wasn't big on, and I, I'll give you another thing I don't watch: Star Wars. Never, never. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter. Dumb. Never. Don't know why people like it. Never. Star Wars. Harry Potter. Not ever I'm happening. Ever. So I watched Star Wars as a kid and thought it was great. And then Katie had never seen it. I'd be like, Katie, you got to watch Star Wars. And then I put it on. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Just, I'm so sorry, Katie. This is not good. See, all <laughs> you had to do was watch Vision Quest in 1985, and you would love it. Uh, yeah. Maybe that was it. I don't know. There's no scenario. I would have liked that movie. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, VQ stands. But it's just. We're all going to get together and watch Vision Quest over no, my we're not. popcorn. We're oh, not. yeah. I would. Ben, I'm we should. Out of your place. We need another <laughs> movie. I need a palate cleansing movie. Something that's like just like good classic 80s. I'm guys, thinking. Guys, wholesome. I, I'll give Something you one. A little more wholesome. Listen no, to I'm... this, guys. This last Tuesday, I went to. Um, now I'm going to butcher the name, but you'll get the. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. You talk about a wholesome, cute movie. I actually don't know it, what you're talking about. It's fantastic. I, I just went and saw it this this you guys week. Know what he's talking about? No, I have no clue. It's so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's. If you guys want a movie, it is right. so good. It's on a. It's on a girl in sixth grade. What's it called, Shane? It's called. He just did. He just uh, did. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It is. Oh, it is a that's cute the title? movie. It is so. It is so cute. It's a really cute movie. It's on a, on a girl's sixth grade year of middle school, and it is so funny. It's I mean, because whether you're a boy or you're a girl, sixth grade is epic. I mean, sixth grade is everybody's <laughs> awkward. Everybody's grade, changing. It's just grade, so good. Some may say the <laughs> most awesome grade of all your grades. <laughs> sixth grade go. is fantastic. Go see it. No. It was uh, my girlfriend Lori picked the movie, and I'm like, "Fine, I'll go." And it was it was one of those movies I had very low expectations, kind of taking one for the team. And I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was so good. I mean, there's one scene okay. in there. So <laughs> I just uh... we gotta go. <laughs> Give me this one. So Stop. there's one scene in there. Go. The guy throwing the parties, kind of like this nerdy kid, and he goes. Uh, he he looks at all his all his sixth grade classmates at his party and he goes, All right, the snack he's something effective like the snacks are over. Now it's time to play games. 
And the next shot is a bottle spinning, and they play spin the bottle. It is priceless. And I remember, first time I ever played spin the bottle, sixth grade Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. (laughs) Have a great day. Have a great day. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, audience. I'm sorry. All I can say is I'm sorry. I don't know if that's good enough. I apologize. We did. I'm telling you, go see the movie. We should have expected it. Vision Quest went hard. <laughs> we'll never watch it again. Shane will watch it Come tonight. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday, which is World Team Trials Week. Monday oh, and Wednesday next week, not Thursday. Monday, Wednesday next week. Thank you, Ben. Programming oh, Ben Askren. No. We've been Tyler's been at war with this television the whole show. It's, it's flicked on, on and off. It's annoying. it's annoying me. Yeah. Well, sorry, Ben. <laughs> We we just love it. It's a new thing we're trying. We're just we're just trying this thing where we cut off TVs every 14 seconds. People love it. All right, guys, hold your mud. We'll see you hold Monday. You. <laughs> Goodbye. See you guys later. Bye.